0: Oh, the Black boogie, which is very cool. we got to stop by and check that out. And this slogan is, a, and I haven't hit this before, but I gonna hit this time. This is the best one. This is the slogan is, if you snooze, you lose. And indeed, that is the case. There are only so many money making opportunities we had And he's going to tell you where they all are. It's the one and only Black Bookie. It's Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe, how are you today? Good evening, America welcome to the snooze you lose podcast i'm your host uncle joe this is a sports and a sports betting podcast where the motto is and always will be win together lose together thanks for joining us live here on millions if you're watching us on youtube hit that subscribe button tell a friend to tell a friend as always new listeners old listeners you know how we rock we don't try and take up too much of your time we got a lot to talk about i'm actually not going to be on here long life is lifing right now and I won't be on next week because my wedding is next week, so I didn't want to go two weeks without chat, chatting with you guys, so I came on, talk about a few things, get you ready for tonight's Monday Night Football matchup, and uh, we're not going to be on here too long, but tell a friend to tell a friend, follow us on all social media platforms at The Black Bookie, make sure you hit that subscribe button if you're listening to this later on any streaming services, and let's jump right into it, Giant Seahawks tonight, right now the line sits at Seattle minus two and a half. Total at 46 and a half. Seattle 5-0 at MetLife. Three of those wins have come against the Giants. 28-12 all time on Monday Night Football and Seahawks. An impressive record. The best by any team. Over 700 winning percentage. The Giants are fighting for their lives tonight. Uh, I mean, pretty much the season is, is on the line tonight. At home. At home. Looking to at least play better for their fans tonight than when the last time they were at home and they got absolutely blown out by the Cowboys. We know Saquon's not playing again tonight. Uh, at least he was doubtful last I looked. Once I saw that, I assumed he was playing. But see, I guess I should take a quick update to actually see if he is playing. Let's see. Do, do, do. I, I? I? I shouldn't take this long to look at that. Saquon Barkley inactive. So, yeah, I looked earlier and it said he was doubtful. So I already chalked up the game that he wasn't going to play. So he's not playing. Uh, people, a lot of people, it looks like they're leaning the giants way. Of course, home dog, like we talked about before, normally very profitable. We talked about this literally for Thursday night matchup and we took the lions and the total and they, they spanked them. So normally Prime time. The home dog has been profitable. I don't know. I just don't think the Giants are going to be able to do much offensively. A lot of people are cutting up some slack. They've had a tough schedule, having to play San Fran, having to play the Cowboys. People are thinking they're not maybe as bad as they look. Seattle, I, I don't have anything personally on the side. Once again, I'm rolling with the total. I think this game goes under because I think the Seahawks are getting a little bit too much credit for their offense since they put up 30 some points on a bad Carolina Panthers team. So I think the Giants will struggle to score. I think Seattle is going to look to get better defensively. They haven't played great defensively so far this year. They gave up 30 some points to the Lions, but they did win that game. Like I said, they scored a lot of points against the Panthers, but it is the Panthers. So I think the total is a little bit inflated. It has come down a half a point. When we took it, it was at 47. Right now it sits at 46 and a half. So I like the under, but I do think the Giants with desperation playing at home uh, have not played since Thursday. So they've gotten extra rest and extra time to prepare for this matchup. I believe they got some more help on the offensive line. They got a a key piece back at guard. So I think with them fighting for their lives, they're going to need to keep this game close and they cannot get into a shootout with a team that has a 700 winning percentage on Monday night football. And of course, we always can't put so much stock into those numbers because it's been huge turnover it's not the same team um you know so clearly the Seahawks are not I don't think Geno Smith is a part of any of those five and zero wins that the giant uh that the Seahawks have at MetLife so uh, you can't put too much stock into those numbers but you have to put some stock into it and right now on paper the Seahawks have the best winning percentage on Monday Night Football so that has to hold some value but Gun to my head. I'm not touching the side. Like I said, I'm going with the with the total and we're going under. I think it's going to be a close game, a tight game. And if the Giants want any chance to stay into this game and keep their season alive, they have to control the clock. They have to figure out how to protect Daniel Jones, limit his turnovers, and keep that Seattle offense off the field because their offense is clearly better than the Giants. You still have weapons over there. You have Metcalf. You have Lockett. You have to control geno smith not going off and looking to some say he's got a little revenge on his mind after the giants let him walk in 2017 i don't think he's got that much of a chip on his shoulder against the giants but we want to keep that offense on on the sideline without a doubt so that game kicks off soon like i said from what i've been seeing sharp betters are on new york home dog in prime time i get it normally profitable situation i'm staying away um but I do like the total. That's our official play. We had a good weekend. 2-1 and one on the weekend. 3-1 and one if you count our bonus play, by the way. Uh, we gave out yesterday Jacksonville. I knew it was going to be a few sleepyheads that weren't going to be up in time to see that game. So we also gave out the Cowboys. Both of those rock and chair winners. No sweat. Put the money in account. Uh, we hit James Madison on Saturday. Which was also a pretty, pretty dominant victory for us. We didn't really have to sweat that one out too much. And Friday... Forgot who we gave out, but I know we lost. I, I think it was Texas. I think we had the Rangers' first five, and they did not come through for us. And then, the fight, yeah, we had Rangers' first five. I remember it because of all pitch, and he just didn't have it. And then the next day, they came out and scored four runs, like the second inning. So that's how it goes sometimes. Now, moving on. By the way, share the stream. Once again, thanks for joining us here on Millions. If you're watching us on YouTube, share it as well. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. Any questions or comments, put them in the chat. And let's keep rolling. Chiefs, Jets. Got to talk about it. By the way, this is going to be the second week or the second show at least that we're probably going to be one of the only shows to not talk about and being together. So we're going to keep that going. Chiefs, Jets. I'm not one of those guys. I have been sports betting for uh, at least uh, maybe 9, 10 years now. I don't know, something like that. But I'm not one of those guys. I've never been a one of those, oh, it's rigged, it's scripted, it's fake, blah, blah, blah. But, man, if there was a game that made those people that do believe that and feel that way, the conspiracy theory, if there was a game to watch to prove that something scripted or rigged, it was that Chiefs-Jets game. My God, it couldn't have looked more set up, more fake, more staged, more scripted, more rigged for people to lose their money. And if you don't sports bet, which is fine, there's nothing wrong with that. A lot of people don't, right? A lot of people do if you don't wager if you don't sports bet do not say well it was the right football play he did the right thing by sliding we do not care we don't care i don't care if you bet five dollars fifty dollars five thousand dollars five million dollars we don't care get the touchdown we don't care if it was the right play do you have any time Sports bettors have been screwed by athletes making the wrong play, by making bad decisions, by doing things they shouldn't do. We don't care that it was the right play because, you know, it would have been the right play too. going up 10 with under a minute to play. The Jets weren't going to score uh, two times in 52 seconds. So that would have been the right play, too. We don't want to hear it. If you don't bet, you don't understand it and you don't feel it. I get it. We don't care. Don't tell somebody, if you don't bet, don't fix your lips and tell someone it was the right football play. You should be punched in the mouth. We don't care. We don't care. Once again, going up 10 would have been a great play too. The Jets weren't scoring 10 points in 52 seconds. The chances of that are about as good as me waking up tomorrow and being 6'3". It just ain't likely so we don't care. There was a total, i just seen literally before I came on, an estimated $80 million that that slide cost people. In the US only. That's a number by Sports Illustrated that was put out. $80 million on that play alone. So don't tell us it was the right play. you know what have been the right play? Scoring that touchdown, going up 10, Helping the people get paid to pay for your overpriced beers, your parking, just their every day-to-day lives, things they had to do, the bills that are due. That, that would have been the right play. Helping the people get paid. My models went together to loose together. That would have been the right play. Helping the good, hard-working American people get paid. Nobody gives a damn about the right play. We don't want to hear it. $80 million lost on that slide. Now, this is another thing, too. Listen carefully, because that's a lot of y'all problem too. You talk more than you listen. Listen carefully here. The Sauce Gardner holding call was absolutely egregious. Did he hold him for maybe a millisecond on the jersey? Absolutely. Of course. It's football, though. The point is, that call cannot be made with the game on the line. You want to make that call in the first quarter, the second quarter, fine. But with the game that tight and a physical game that it's supposed to be, with the game on the line, you cannot make that call. That was not egregious enough of a hold to cause to, to change the play really at all. It it wasn't even it was not he didn't hold him enough. To change that play. You can't make that call. Because this is what we got to remember, too, before it gets lost in translation. These dudes are fighting for jobs. Yeah, we always keep saying, oh, it's just a game. It's a game. It is a game. It's a game that they play for their careers to feed their families. It's not just a game. It's a job. It's a profession. Because these L's start piling up. People start getting cut. People start losing their jobs. These L's can't keep piling out. And, you know... I've I've been critical of Zach Wilson. I mean, I think we all have. I mean, he stinks, right? But I honestly do really feel bad for him. I Honestly, because now mentally, he's in a situation where, you know, he had a fumble. It cost his team the chance not to get the ball back. Because that fumble was not the reason they lost. They Unfortunately, the Jets didn't get the ball back. But that fumble was not the reason he lost. And like I was, what I'm getting to is his mental worries me now because... I don't know if he could play any better. He played probably the best game of his career against the best quarterback in the sport at home. And it's honestly a game he that was robbed of him that he should have been in a position to win. He should have won. And that you have to just imagine how that changes your mojo and your confidence overnight from beating the Kansas City Chiefs with you know who in the box watching a bunch of fans cheering her on that don't even know nothing about football, cheering against the Chiefs, against the best quarterback at home, finally getting a W after dudes have been ripping you all week, going at you at the on the sidelines, stories coming out, bringing in Trevor Simeon, people calling for your job. Imagine now that fumble happens. He doesn't get a chance to get the ball back because the referees are putting on a show literally are putting on the show. The sauce Gardner call was horrendous. They missed a blatant hold on third and 15 when Mahomes got the first down. If there was any game, like I said, I'm not one of those guys. If there was any game that I would sit back and say, wow, the fix is in. It's that one. It's that. You can't tell me otherwise. First of all, the game probably shouldn't have been close, but there's no way Mahomes should make the two mistakes he did—the two interceptions that he threw, which actually should have been the third if the, the Gardner calls not played. Those picks, it come on—you know, you you know those aren't patching Mahomes. Like it, it, it looked literally, it looked like he was throwing the game, and it looked like he was doing just enough to keep it to where the Chiefs would win. But not cover the number and i'm telling you, i'm really you can ask anybody I've, i never really sit back and really try and blame officials because they have a tough job too right they have a tough job too and i feel like we're especially now with technology and slow mo and everything like that they have a tough job as well too but those calls can't can't be made that that can't happen you, you you're costing people their jobs their mental it, the jets were screwed i'll keep simple as that the Jets got absolutely hosed at home absolutely hosed. that what could have happened if it went to overtime or anything like that I don't know but from what I can see and what we saw they were absolutely robbed they were robbed at home they were absolute the holding call and both and the whole that should have been called on the Chiefs which actually should have been offsetting penalties they threw a flag on the Jets, but there was a clear hold on Mahomes getting that first down on third and 15 Those penalties should offset, and you cannot blow your whistle on that sauce guard in play. You just can't. And I really do feel for Dak Wilson. I, I feel for him in this situation because you saw him. He, he's This time, we're seeing some maturity. He went to the podium and said it's on him. He cost him the game, but he did it. He honestly did it. That fumble was bad, and it was in a bad situation. He did not cost them this game. At all and it's it's tough it's gonna be a it's that's a tough pill to swallow uh like i said for his mental state i really don't know how he bounces back from that and that, it's, it's it's not just up. not when you see if he's had some success in the league and he's been a winning quarterback or at least a decent quarterback then yeah you could shake those off but when you know you're on that thin of a leash and you're playing in New York and he's been as bad as he's been it's tough to just shake those off those are those are tough to just shake off and live the fight another day that that's acting for a lot they do got the Broncos next week one of the worst teams in the league Denver just came back uh with a huge win against the Bears who are the worst team in the league so the Jets do get Denver next week and my I'm hoping Zach can get it dub. I'm hoping I'm, I'm rooting for the kid now at this point that, to get screwed like that in front of the people when you outplayed the best quarterback in the league it, it stinks. So I'm hoping the Jets can go on the road and take care of Vincent Denver because the Broncos stink. So they, they their defense alone should be able to win that game. The Broncos are probably the third worst team in the league. I think it's the Bears. Then it's it's a fight between them and Carolina. Uh, but the Broncos obviously should be better than what they are with. Russell Wilson and uh, Sean Payton but uh, it's a fight right there you might give a slight edge to them but it's definitely Chicago Carolina and then them if you just tuning in Giants Seahawks tonight kicking off shortly we're on the under we got it at 47 right now sits at 46 and a half big game for New York to try and keep their season alive so rolling with the under tonight for them to try and keep it close Seattle hopefully plays a little bit better defense And they keep Geno Smith on the sideline. NFL, before we switch topics, one other team. Yeah, we have, like I said, our bonus play with the Cowboys. They absolutely curb stomp. The Pats, and things are bad over there as well, too. The, The Pats are not far off from being a top seven worst team in the league. Things are bad. I and I'm not putting it all on Mac Jones. I think we're at a point now where we're seeing Belichick is not adjusting to today's game. You, he's one of those guys, and this is crazy to say, right? I, New England fans, I would love to hear from you actually on this, because I feel like we're at a point, we know Bill's great, right? Yes, Tom was obviously, they were peanut butter and jelly. They went hand in hand. You couldn't have one without the other. But now it just seems like Bill is so stuck and stubborn in his ways, in the Patriot way, that they're not making the necessary changes to get to the next step. They had a chance to make the playoffs last year. We know the stupid Jacoby Myers play that cost him a chance at the playoffs, but Mac Jones doesn't seem to be improving, right? And Bill Belichick just seems so stuck and stubborn on the way things are run. I don't. Uh, yeah, you, you absolutely. Just at a point where it's like, where do we go from here? And you're not gonna fire Belichick, at least not yet, right? You're not. The name alone is gonna keep him in his position. The name alone, off the name alone, and what he's done for that organization, and for the city, and for the franchise, he's gonna keep. It's that Belichick's probably not gonna lose that job until he's ready to walk away. And that that puts the franchise in a tough situation because it just it just seems like they're butting heads. There's there's not there's not progress. No one's asking you to go win twelve games every year. No one no one's expecting that. But I mean you you can't be getting spanked thirty eight three. And we knew the Cowboys came with a little vengeance. They had to get bad taste out of their mouth after the drop in that game against Arizona. I literally said it last week on the show. Hope you guys have been listening every week where I wasn't worried about it. It was a trap game. They weren't paying attention. They took the Cardinals for granted. Dak played like Dak. And it is what it is. I wasn't worried. It was early in the season. Kind of is what it is. I wasn't worried about it. I knew they would respond. That's why we gave it out six and a half. I didn't think it would be that ugly. But we knew they would bounce back. It's it's too early in the year to be worried. Speaking of a team that we, we gave a little bit too much credit to already, right? The Dolphins. There we go again. Right? We... I told you, let's let's ease into it. I was never on their bandwagon last year. Everybody was on their bandwagon last year. Oh, this the Super Bowl team. They're a Super Bowl team. I was never on it. And then of course, too, it got hurt. This year, I admittedly said I wasn't on the Super Bowl wagon, but I said it, it. They had a little buzz though. It seemed like they were coming in with a little buzz, a little chip on their shoulders, something to prove, and they were out here punching people. Following, they dropped seventy. Next week, they get forty-eight put in their head. It's hype. It's hype until it's done in the playoffs. It's hype. It's hype until it's done when it's matter when it matters. It's hype. That's all it is. It's hype. They're gonna be flashy. Uh, Coach Mike McDaniel's is entertaining. They ain't getting it done. They ain't be until I see it. I, like I didn't hop on the bandwagon last year, and I if I if I was waving it down this year, I'm I'm gonna catch the next one. If I was getting ready to wave it down for them to pull over so I could hop on the back, you keep going. You keep going. And it's early. It's week four, right? But that can't happen. That can't happen. You can't drop 70 one week and then come back the next week and get 48 putting ahead your head against a division rival. Like this is, If it would have been the Saints, right? Let's say they, they came out and had a bad loss to the Saints. Right. Once again, maybe a trap game, looking ahead, partying late, things happen. You can't come out and have that type of performance Against a division opponent who you're trying to dethrone, who you know you're going to have to go through to get to a Super Bowl. There, those they, I've said it since we started doing the show on millions. The Chiefs, the Bills, the Jags, those are the teams you're going to have to get through. and Jacksonville hasn't looked great this year, but it's still early. I, 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 it's still early. They might be one of those teams where maybe the expectations aren't too big, but it's still early. But the Chiefs, those are the Jags teams that I personally have have stock in that I think get to the big dance or at least be in the afc championship right so you can't come out against a division opponent when it's time to show out and get 48 dropped in your head it's unacceptable so you can let the bandwagon keep going i'm not hopping on y'all can hop on again like y'all did last year but i'll I'll let it i'll catch the next one i will absolutely catch the next one the nba will hop into before we get out of here Share the stream. Follow us on all social media platforms. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit that like button, comment, subscribe. Dame to Milwaukee. Didn't see it coming, right? All we were hearing was he wants to go to Miami. He wants to go. To Miami. He wants to go to Miami. Then we heard the Raptors got into the mix. Dame to Milwaukee. Wow. I mean, what a move, right? We thought. It was the best move until we've seen Drew Holiday go to Boston. Right. Don't get me wrong. Of course, Dame is a better overall player than Drew Holiday. But I think, and we've talked about this, I think Drew Holiday is extremely underrated. And anybody that watches basketball day in and day out knows how much he brings to a team defensively in a locker room on the court. The Celtics, that's a better piece than having Marcus Smart. You got someone now who's actually a true point guard who's just as good. If if, just, if you wanted to tell me if somebody wanted to argue with me that Marcus Smart is a better defender, I wouldn't really like be frustrated. You could kind of go either way with it. I'm still going with Drew, but there it's it's not far off. It's it's a 1A, 1B, whatever. That they're, they're both they both play their tails off on defense, right? But now you have someone that's actually a true point guard that likes playing that position. Marcus Smart wasn't a true point guard. He just was put into that position for the team to help the team succeed. And he did a decent job. But now you have someone that takes care of the ball um, more effectively. Way less turnovers. Great defender. Great locker room guy. A, a dog on the court. I mean, game time. Also, we're going to see clearly more added motivation. Dame wants that ring. He wants that ring. He stood... He stayed in Portland as long as he could, longer than he should have, but he wants that ring. So there's clearly more added motivation, but drew to Boston. I think that is a sleeper, sleeper killer move for the Celtics. And now you have someone to facilitate between Tatum and Jalen Brown that can also drop 30. I feel like it was a lot of times last year Marcus Smart, because he's not a true point guard. Just kind of let, all right, Jalen, you can bring it up now. Or, all right, JT, you could bring it up now. Drew's not going to let that happen if, if he's on the floor. Drew, Drew's going to bring the ball up and run the offense. And I think that makes both Tatum and Jalen Brown more dangerous. Now they could spot up and get better shots. Not that Marcus Smart was terrible, right? The this, this Celtics were a team that went to the finals. Not like Marcus Smart was a complete bum. But I think this is a huge I don't think people realize how much of a huge upgrade this is because, yes, you're adding Dame, Stone Cold Killer, game winners. You got two guys, Dame and Chris Middleton, who I, I didn't even know. There's like a seven minute YouTube video of Chris Middleton hitting game winning shots. So you have two clutch performers, of course, of the Greek Freak. There's going to be motivation there. And the thing with Giannis mm-hmm. and Milwaukee. He made it very clear, right? If Milwaukee wasn't in a situation where they weren't going to contend, he would have to think about leaving. And within 48 hours, they brought him a star. Within 40 hours, he got a star. The Bucks are not playing around. They are committed to winning. They are committed to Giannis. Both him and Dame are going to be motivated. You're going to get a healthy Chris Middleton back. You still got Bobby Portis. You still got Brooke to deal with. The East is going to be scary. Miami's not going anywhere. That's where he wants to go, but they didn't go. The East is still going to be tough. And I owe the Suns an apology. I was up here very confused of what Phoenix had going on. I don't know what the heck the Suns were doing. But wow, they they got rid of Aiden, which is huge because we talked about before, there's no way you're in. The playoffs, getting outplayed by a dude who, whose jersey they don't even sell. We don't even know the guy that was taking his minutes. There's no way. Now he's out here, too, like Zion, dating porn stars and stuff like that. It's not, you get rid of him, that's, they, the bench is deep. The bench is deep on the Sun. They had a plan all along, actually, because the bench looks scary for Phoenix. They got depth. It's going to come to health, of course. You're going to need KD to be healthy when it matters. And you're going to need Bradley Beal to be healthy. Book's going to be there. You get nurtured now, too, to get rid of Aiden. Out of the Suns' apology, they knew exactly what they were doing, apparently. It was it was slow. This helped. Now, this this move helped because before this move, it didn't look like what the hell they were doing. But being able to jump in on this three-team trade and getting rid of DeAndre Ayton yeah the NBA is here the NBA is here they don't care about football or Patrick Mahomes line the NBA is here what a splash I I, I think we were all shocked that there's no one that was saying Milwaukee was being brought up in this game talk we heard Toronto we heard Miami uh, I think we we I think we heard Boston New York Milwaukee was never mentioned I'm telling you Giannis honest got on that podcast said if this team's not going where it needs to be He's got to do what he's got to do. He loves Milwaukee, but he's a winner. Within 48 hours, a move was made. That's star treatment, and that—that's loyalty. Now he's gonna do what he's got to do too. I, I feel like when you get treated that way, when the franchise does show, hey, we're all in on you. We want you to be happy. We want you to stay here. I mean, they didn't give damn everybody in his family a job, so it's the least they—it's the least he could do is stay. He ain't got both his brothers a job, so it's the least he could do. But I think the Drew move. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, listen dame you gotta love dame right I dame, but that drew holiday to boston move i think that that makes the c is very scary i think that's more of a move than dame i think on the low i we're gonna see only time we'll tell i could be wrong but that's scary and drew's gonna uh, once again i feel bad for him because 24 hours prior he said he wanted to be a buck for life so, you know, he's coming with a chip on the shoulder, and he's ready. He's ready to ball. You get J, J, him, JT. They got KP as well in the offseason. Man, I love it. I love it. It's going to be exciting to watch. Before we go, I appreciate you guys rocking with me. I told you, I'm going to I'm gonna chop up the clip and post it. I told you guys, the Astros would end up winning the AOS. I told you. the Rangers choked. They swept in this season against the D-Backs and winning the AOS. I'm gonna shout I'm pretty sure it was on episode four. I'm gonna go back and listen to episode four when I got a moment. I'm gonna chop up the clip. I'm gonna post it. I told you guys they were gonna win the West, and they did. Uh, but the playoffs start tomorrow. Just quickly running down the series. I think the Phillies take care of the Marlins. Too much offense, Philadelphia Brewers D-Backs. I uh, just saw a Woodruff is not going to be available. That's a huge blow for the D-Backs, but I'm um, excuse me, a huge blow for the Brewers, but I think they have enough to get past Arizona. Twins, Blue Jays. If there was a time for the Twins to finally go deep, because every time they've been in the playoffs, you know they've had to run into the Yankees, the Yankees own them. If there was a time for them to finally do something, it's now. So i'm leaning twins i don't love that series at all it really is a coin toss i'm leaning twins only because the blue jays just don't have any clutch hitting they they got bats right Bladdy and bobachette these guys will get you 20 30 home runs no problem but it, with a man on first third they, they just have not gotten the clutch hits they have not gotten the clutch hits so i don't like that series at all and then Rays, uh texas I'm going to go with the Rays just off of experience. I don't trust the Rangers, and I just don't love their rotation. Jordan Montgomery's pitching game one, but I just don't trust their rotation. I mean, you have a guy like Evaldi who's been there in big spots. Jordan Montgomery has pitched well since coming over from Texas, but we don't know how he does in the playoffs. I just don't love their rotation. I think it'll to be tough for them on game one, and they have to go on the road. they got to go on the road in Tampa to get it done. They finished the season 40-41 and on the road, and the Rays are 53-28 and at home. I got to go with Tampa Bay. So I'm going Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, Twins, Blue Jays, I want no parts. I like the Brewers to get past the D-backs, and I like the Phillies to get past the Marlins. Uh, Yeah, those are my takes for the first round, and we will take it from there. As always, I appreciate you guys. No show next week. Getting freaking married. So no show next week. I wanted to just chop it up with you guys. But I appreciate all of you. Tell a friend to tell a friend. If you're following us. If you're not, make sure you do on all social media platforms. Uh Share the stream. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that like button. Share the stream as well. If you missed some of the show, you can go back and watch it after it's over. But I appreciate all of you. and. um yeah, not much more for me. In the words of the icon, Billy Walters, I've had some losing weeks. I've had some losing months. I've never had a losing year. Snooze or Lose Podcast. Till next time.